0: All right, guys, Seth and Tony back with uh, Southwest Ohio Full Court Press. Uh, we're now on, what, Tony, episode four, episode four yep. of our uh, our local legends interview series?
1: Yep, uh, we got another really good one today. Uh, last week we talked to one part of the mighty Wayne Warriors 2015 state championship team. Today we'll be talking to yet another part of that team. Uh, today we will have 2015 Wayne graduate Zerius Williams a former University of Dayton Flyer, uh, and then he just finished up his senior year with Akron, uh, University of Akron, uh, playing for the Zips. So uh, we will be talking with him on this episode, you know, reminiscing on his time at Wayne, uh, talking about his early years at Dayton, as well as that senior year of Akron, and seeing uh, where his next steps are going to be basketball-wise.
0: Yep, so uh, we're going to dive into that here now, and we hope you guys enjoy it. All right, guys. So as we stated before, we've got with us Zerius Williams, uh, a Wayne High School uh, basketball alumni, uh, as well as a former uh, University of Dayton Flyer uh, and most recently University of Akron Zip. Um, You know, Zerius has been a part of uh, a 2015 state title team uh, with the Wayne Warriors um, and has had a, you know, a very full career at, at the collegiate level uh, at two high performing D1 level schools. Um, so Xerius, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. No problem. Appreciate being here. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, I know we talked uh, just a, a few minutes ago, just wanted to jump in uh, just right off the bat and, and kind of talk about that 2015 season with Wayne. Uh, I mean, you guys had a, a powerhouse squad uh, you know, you take out the number one team in the country in Finley Prep, it fly into the hoop, uh, and then ultimately end that season as as state champions and ranked twenty second in the nation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a it was a
2: crazy uh, senior year. Um, I mean, it was a, kind of like a perfect senior year. The only thing that probably could have made it better was, honestly, us going undefeated. But I mean, it it was still a, a senior a senior year that a lot of people would love to have. You
0: know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what um, – tell us a little bit more about, about how that team came together. I mean, when, when we look at – you know, you look at the roster from that year and you've got yourself, you've got Ahmad Wagner, uh, you had Roderick Caldwell, Dimitri Trice, Trey Landers, Blue Smith. I mean, those are – I mean, almost every single one of those guys had basketball offers and, and have played it at, at higher levels. Obviously, Blue went on to play football – um,
1: Amad's playing for the the Chicago Bears now. Yeah, but. yeah,
0: and and Amad with with football as well. But w- was that just a, a brewing together over, you know, you guys just coming together in school, or or how did that team ultimately come together? Um, I mean, so we had a lot of a lot of people um, that we had like Meach, me, Amad. We weren't we aren't from like Chicago. Right, you know, Amad's
2: from Springs, i Springfield, and Demetrius is also from Springfield. So we all played AAU together, and uh, in our seventh and eighth, well, we grew up playing AAU together. And then, like our seventh and eighth grade year, um, after after our AAU uh, season, you know, it was kind of decided that we we wanted to play high school together, play high school basketball together, and. and and really wanted to win the state championship. So I remember my dad took me down and asked me, and he was like, uh, he was like, do you want to go to Wayne or do you want to stay where you're at? And I was currently here at uh, Johnny's uh, County School out here in Springfield. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I want to go play with my, my best friends, my brothers. And so I made that decision. And I mean, there was a lot of moving parts. Um, you know, you had people from Huber and people from all around you know, that kind of came together to make it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Talk to me as well about uh, playing for Coach Trice. You know, Obviously, he's known as one of the better uh, local coaches, you know, in, in the boys scene and girls scene now. But, you know, he's always been one of the toughest coaches uh, from what we've heard. And obviously, Demetric was talking to us last week about uh, having him as a, as a dad and a, as a coach. But um, as, a, as a player, talk to us a little bit about ha- what it was like having him as your coach. Um, I,
2: I think. Uh, I mean, more than a coach, I think he's a great man to have in your corner. You know, at, at any point in life, I think that. Uh, I think that he really wanted us to be the best men off the court before it was even like came to the the exit of the basketball. Um, I think that's why he's very successful in what he does. Um, but as a coach, I mean, he, he's very smart and he knows what he's doing. Um, and as we've seen. Um, how, how he was able to, you know, carry to, you know, a district title, you know, regional semis, you know, and then we, we were able to kind of get that, you know, that state championship run. I mean, it, it was there for him. You know, yeah, we were the ones who played on the court, but Coach Trice was, was the one that really, you know, led the charge uh, for us. You know, I, I thought he was, was a great coach and a, and a great man.
1: Absolutely, definitely. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would relate to that. You know, he, he cares a lot about his players, and it definitely shows uh, on the floor and off the floor as well. So, um, so, uh, so you know, that that kind of wraps up, you know, senior year, you guys won a state championship. Uh, ultimately, you chose to attend the University of Dayton for your freshman year. Before you dive into that, though, talk to us a little bit about the transition you had to make going from playing at Wayne to adjusting to the Division One level. And then also, if you don't mind sharing, what other uh, colleges were you considering before you ultimately chose UD?
2: Um, so, uh, well first, all, I'll just talk about the colleges. Um, it was uh, a couple of big fans, Iowa, Michigan. Um, you got me thinking back some years now. <laughs> and, uh, really pretty much all the Mac. Um, Akron uh, was recruited, they never offered. And then uh, OU, Kent, you know, uh, Toledo, um,
0: Hawaii, uh
2: Arkansas State. I mean, Arkansas State. Um, I forgot the name, I forgot the name. But yeah, so it was a lot of schools, you know, kinda of everywhere. But when I got, you know, my dating offer, it was just being that was so close to home and and it was just seeing dating basketball, and seeing what they were doing, seeing what Coach Arch was, was building there and, and that legacy he was building, I, I wanted to be part of that. You know, it was just it just seemed like every every other school seemed like the wrong choice at the time, you know. So um, I just I just felt that that was just the greatest fit for me, and I, and I wasn't wrong. I felt that was I, it was the great greatest fit for me. Um, but I think the, the transition to Division One basketball it, it, it wasn't hard um, because Coach Trice uh, runs the program that you know we, we were lifted in the summer. You know, we were lifting with the football team, and, and, and then we waking up every morning. And, uh, you know, going to those football workouts and things like that. We were doing uh, court workouts. So, I mean, we weren't able to get as many hours as college uh, as college programs are, are allowed. Um, but it was still, we, we had a routine. And I think that, that's what helped make the transition to college basketball a little bit easier. It still wasn't all the way there because, you know, the speed of the game is, is two totally different speeds. Um, but, but once you kind of kind of got that, um, it, it, it was really pretty simple. I think that's why I was able to play my freshman year. Uh, coming in, uh, especially with the Pierre being out, um, I think that's why I was able to help help
0: that, uh, my freshman year team uh, be uh, successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then, and then, obviously, you continued into you know, your your sophomore and your junior year uh, before before ultimately making the decision to transfer to Akron. Talk a little bit about about I mean, briefly, sophomore, junior year. Uh, and then kinda of get into what ultimately brought about the move to Akron.
2: Um, so my sophomore year was um it was kind of just building off of playing a little bit as a freshman. Um, then it was like, okay, I have an opportunity to play a lot more now as a sophomore. Uh kinda of like that the, the fourth spot is wide open. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I just I just, you know, put my head down and try to work to get that spot and I and ultimately I, I finally got that, you know, starting spot for the middle of the season and and I just was just having fun. Um, I mean, I thought it was a really fun year, um, very fun team. Uh, I thought it was a great year. I thought we were uh, poised to really make something happen in, in, in the NCAA tournament. I mean, it did. We were kind of got beat by Wichita State, but uh, I think the refs played a part in that. But I mean, it is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so then uh, after that, we lead into the junior year, and that's when Arch started to leave. So I remember when Archer started for our meeting, um, you know, letting us know that he was going to take the inner job and it was already the rumor. I mean, it was, it was two years. After my freshman year there was a rumor um, that he was going to take the, it was like NC State or something like that. It was a weird job and then sophomore year it was like another uh, rumor coming around and this will happen to be true. So yeah, so I remember I was just, I felt like, you know, kind of like, kind of let down and weird is it to say I felt kind of let down because I remember I did call Arch and did talk to him and, and before I committed, I asked uh coach, I was like, you know, coach before I commit, um, I just want to know like will you be there, you know, for my, my full career. And he told me yes. I mean mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but I, I don't have no, no ill will towards him though. I still, you know, talk to him every right now and then and things like that. Like and I thought he was a great coach. Um I thought you yeah, you have to do what you gotta do. Um sometimes you know you gotta make some money and there's nothing wrong with that. No. Um but yeah so then he decided to leave and I and I was actually going to transfer. I was thinking about getting my papers and transfer and then yeah. um after that. But after meeting Coach Grant and, you know, really getting to see who the coaching staff was going to be, I just thought that at the time it would have been my best decision to stay and take So that's why I played my junior season there. Yep. Um, after playing my junior season, um, I was hit with a back injury. So it's something that I was dealing with since probably my junior year of high school. But it, but it wasn't bad. It was just kind of like something was wrong with my back where it's like I wasn't really flexible. It was, like it, just, it was just kind of like a little bit of an ache there that – you know, it was just kind of with me, but I always play through it. And I guess it might have been just something that just one day in practice or one day in the weight room, whatever, it just, it just ended up slipping the disc. So I had a herniated disc um, my junior year that I had to sit out uh, some games for. Mm-hmm. Um, but being a, being a competitor, and being like, you know, just one of my brothers, I just, I, I think I, I sped up my recovery on my own. Like, I, I, I think I sort of, Calm down and let it calm down and let it fully heal. And mm-hmm. I think that's why I had the, the the season and wasn't able to get you know back into the starting rotation and wasn't able to get my minutes back up and it wasn't really able to help help that
0: that team uh-huh. my junior year. So I then had to make the
2: decision of okay, I really need to sit out now. Since I didn't sit out my junior year. Now I have to sit out because I got to get this back under control because I want to play at the next level. I want to be able to you know. Increase my longevity as a basketball. So I just made the decision that you know it's best to get my papers and you know part ways with the
1: with the Dayton program and and, and go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about um, so obviously you had a, a very great senior year with Akron. What are some of the the biggest differences that you noticed right away going from uh, playing in the Atlantic Ten with Dayton to uh, the MAC? With Akron, um, I mean, I don't,
2: I don't think there's that big of a
1: difference. I mean, um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I will say that I think, I think the height
2: and positions are somewhat different. I think the a is a league that can, if you have the right team, and they can compete with pretty, pretty, pretty much anybody in the country. Um, yeah. as we yeah. saw the games that Dayton's able to do this year. Yes. Um, but But, uh, but the Mag is, is no slouch either. I think the Mag is is a very strong league. Um, I think you have a lot of players who are very strong for their positions. Yes, they're on their side, but it's, it's a very uh, kind of like knockdown, brag out league. I think it's very pretty, and, and it's a lot of like, you know, it's just fighting. And it's, it's a one you know, one big league. So, you know, if you, you walk into a game, you know, with, with not even confident you want to win, that's half the battle. So there's no, you know, we're going to we want to have a great non-conference schedule and kind of get into the you know big dance. There's no none of that. There's no second chances. There's no we can make uh, sink in. There's nothing. You have to win outright in the MAC, and I, and I like that. I respect that. I respect a lot of the MAC teams. Um, and I, and playing in it is just really makes you you know really see like yeah these guys can play too. These guys can play good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but both girls, I mean both uh, conferences are, are are very good, very strong conferences. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so so obviously, I mean, you make the transition to Akron. You had overwhelming success. Uh, you know, you guys end up regular season champs of the MAC. Uh, you know, yourself uh, and Lauren Jackson, Tyler Cheese. You know, you guys come together. You make this big run. Uh, you know, take down the, the conference championship, and then obviously, as as things turned out, you know. The season didn't quite end under under situations that you guys were in control of. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I, I think everybody feels, you know, that that you know disappointment to it. But walk us through a little bit of you know coming to terms with that in in your way. Um. Well,
2: yeah. I mean, I still remember it. we were uh, warming up uh, for our Mac, uh, our first round of our match will second round we had a box. So, second round, our Mac Trevor is going to play OU. Just played them not even a week ago, I don't think. I think we played them two games ago. Mm-hmm. They we did, not even a week ago. So, we knew it was going to be a, 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 a tough game. You know, we just beat them this and a third. And so, we were excited to play. Like, everybody, we were locked in. We were ready to, to get the tournament underway the way and, you know, see where, see where the, the chips fall. Uh, so, we were warming up, shooting around. And then, as you know, our coach kind of, like, tells us, Hey, like everybody hit the locker room, you know, uh, sprinting or whatever. And we, we knew, like, they were, just, they were acting a little funny because of, you know, the COVID-19 going around. You know, no fans already there. We're yeah. kind of hearing speculation of some other tournaments canceling, things like that. And so we go to our lock, the locker room and, you know, they test us um, for uh, the virus. And, you know, we all uh, pass. You know, there's no sign of the virus. Both teams pass and we're ready to play. And our AD comes in, and asks us, are we ready to play? Do we want to play? And everyone says, yeah. Um, you know, both teams want to play. And then I guess like maybe about 15 minutes goes by. And then our uh, gross comes in and tells us, like, you know, they can't the MAC tournament. And mm. I just, everyone, just everyone just broke down. Like, it's yeah. just, it was just so crazy to think, like, like what? Like, like, and, and at this point, we don't even think, like, we know we're outright champs, like, what can, it, like, that we can get, it? we started thinking about that. We're just thinking, like, we just want to play basketball,
0: like. Yeah. We, 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 we're you worry know, about the Mark Madden letter. We just want to hoop another game, you know. Hoop, it, hoop another game. We just want to hoop. That's really what it is,
2: like. And so, like, just having that taken away was just so tough. Just so tough. Like, it was, I mean, my parents came to the game and stuff, too. Um, so they drove up. I mean, not too far to here in Springfield, but they drove up, and it was just, I couldn't, it's hard to talk to them, too, like. Yeah. I was just, I was breaking down, and it was just it was it was, it was something that weighed heavy on my heart that you know we weren't able to compete um, at just for the MAC tournament. Then come to find out that you know the NCAA tournament canceled, and that's when it was just like, it's wow, like Because yeah. my goal coming here was not to just play in Akron, not to to just you know be mediocre. I wanted to help our team get to you know. A uh, 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 March Madness you know, yeah. us get to the big end, and it just kind of sucks that you know we weren't able to do that. Yeah, it's, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But it, it was, it was a, it was tough. It was tough.
0: You know, I mean, we, <laughs> we can, we can certainly, we, I know, we can't necessarily relate to it from a player level, but from, from seeing a lot of the emotion on the kids' faces in, in the state tournament, obviously here for. For the basketball, I mean, everybody was was fighting with coming to grips with everything. So it certainly not an easy situation. Not a situation that's even you know over yet. So um, yeah. So tell us a little bit then about where that you know obviously the season ends. Uh, collegiate eligibility is is up. So what's what's next for you, Zarius?
2: You know, whether it be NBA overseas, you know, wherever. Maybe I, I don't really mind. I just want to, you know, just kind of play. Um, things have been down now just because um, with this everything being closed down, I've been on the shutdown. Uh, so I really haven't been able to work out like I wanted to, and and things like that. And I'm really, wanna I'm not able to work out for the NBA, because I think that's kind of the hardest part. Um, yeah. A lot of players are, you know, forced to go
0: overseas and and have to do that, go that route, and then kind of next year sure, circle back around and try to
2: get into the NBA, because, I mean, if you're on the draft boards, they're probably just going to take those on the draft boards at this point, um, you know, because they, they can't do those in-person workouts. So it kind of sucks that, you know, you don't have a chance to get your name on the draft board or if you on the draft board, to kind of raise your stock, you know. It, it, it's kind of sucks that you're not able to etch out, you know, etch your name in there. But, I mean, like I said, it is what it is. Um, I think just playing basketball at the, at the highest level, um, you know, is just the goal, you know. So I just want to play professionally, and, and that's what happened. happen. Um, I just signed with an agent about three weeks ago. Okay. Um, so, so yeah. So I'm just waiting for everything to open up, um, so I can get to you know these real workouts instead of you know trying to just put some workouts together myself. Like, of course, so, of course. It'll, be, it'll, it'll be it'll be fun once everything opens
0: up. Yeah. So well, I mean, we certainly we wish you all the best in that regard, and and you know congratulate you on on a heck of a collegiate career. Uh, and and the career that you've had thus far, but it's not over yet. (laughs) So I think, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: One last thing, Zarius, I want to touch on here. Uh, What advice would you give to any high school seniors right now that want to play maybe not necessarily Division I basketball, but they just want to play college basketball uh, beyond high school? What advice would you give them for the recruiting process, whether it be, uh, what they need to do uh, get their bodies ready, the mindset but what what would you what would you say to someone?
2: Um, I mean it's this it's hard because now is a time that none of us have ever been around it you of know course. what I'm saying so yeah. like I wish if I' could, if we've lived this before so I could like okay, this is what I did. It's hard, but I, I think, you know, just trying to stay ready. Um, I mean, all college coaches can do right now is make phone calls and watch them. You know, the recruiting, the recruiting where they can go and visit, the visits are done, you know, the official visits or anything like that. So, I mean, if, I think if you're not getting calls, I, I, don't, I don't see what's the problem in trying to call them, trying to reach out, trying to at least give them feedback. Um, also, on top of that, you know, staying in shape, working out. Um, know keep keeping your game right and stuff i mean it's not done i know you guys people want to play and and i think that you should still do that i know a lot of people just want to go to the big go to the bigger schools and and just to you know go like say to the hall states and say to you know the dagons or even schools in the magna Akron, like that and just to like you know be a student or just to you know be a manager there's nothing wrong with that but i think if you still truly want to play and you love the game then you're okay with going to a D3, D2, you know, a juco, to try to get to that next level. So I don't think there's nothing wrong with taking an alternate route to try to get to a D1 level or taking an alternate route and, and becoming a, a, a top player at that level, you know? So I have a lot of friends who have done the D3, juco, D2 route, and, and they're just as good, you know, if not better than some of these D1, D1 people, you know, just because they didn't get the the looks and just, just didn't get the, you know, the exposure. doesn't mean, you know, they can't play. So I think you should keep changing the drains
0: and keep trying, keep trying. Well, there you have it, guys. I mean, <laughs> if any of you kids are listening out there, which we know you are, take, take that to heart. That is some, some sage advice from someone who's been there, who's lived it, uh, you know, at, at multiple levels, at multiple schools. Um, so, so keep your head down and keep working hard. Xerius, uh, that'll, that'll wrap up our time with us uh, today. Uh, you know we appreciate you taking the time that you did. Um, you know again we, we wish you all the best in in what's next whatever that may be. Uh, so so thank you again. Thank you. I appreciate you
1: guys me a chance, of course, of course. Absolutely. When then we'll yeah. So uh, again, echo Seth's uh, uh, comments. Best of luck to you, and uh, we'll hopefully be in touch soon. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, Ziris.
0: All right, guys. So that was our interview with Zerius Williams. Um, you know, my my initial thoughts. This is a kid that, and a guy who, who has absolutely worked his butt off. You know, you hear, you hear what went into to making you know uh, the the build at Wayne High School, uh, um, and, and and how highly he thought of Coach Trice and that team that they were able to put together uh, with something, something cer- certainly special. Uh, and then he has continued a, a, a great career. Um, you know, my takeaways from, from that would be number one, you know, that whole last section, uh, on his advice, you know, right now, not a lot of, you know, there's not a lot to do in the way of personal things, uh, but keep your body right. Keep your mind, right. Keep working in any way that you can. Um, don't be afraid to take that alternate route if that's the path that's available to you. Um, you know, some people try to knock that path of least resistance, but sometimes that's what's ultimately best for you. Uh, you know, he, he mentioned friends and, and people that he have known who have taken many different routes and, and have still gotten to the highest levels of, of their sports. Um, you know, so even though the season might not have ended the way he wanted Uh, you know, you can certainly hear his passion for the game of basketball, uh, you know, what he's doing right now is, is doing exactly everything he can with what he's got right now, um, and is just gonna keep working and keep, keep plowing ahead.
1: Yeah, I, I think my biggest takeaway too was, uh, that, that last section, you know, I think a lot of times nowadays, the, the mindset of a lot of people is if I don't go division one, I'm not good enough. And you know, Zarius really worded it perfectly that their D3 is a very good level of basketball. And if you can play collegiately, whatever your path may be, whether it be a player, a manager, whether it's D1, D2, D3, NAIA, JUCO, whatever, prep school, whatever your route is, you know, put your head down, work your butt off and, and, you know, take, do what you can in that role. So I think to, and to add to that point, you know, if you are a high school prospect, like Zarius said, don't be afraid to reach out to these college coaches. Now, I will say, if you, I mean, be realistic at the same time. I mean, Seth, I don't know about you, but if I were a high school player right now, I wouldn't be sending my film to Mike Shishetsky.
0: <laughs> well, um, unless unless you're a kid that's good, that's at that level. Unless right? you're
1: there, yeah. I mean, you you have to be uh, the judge of what you think realistically. But I definitely echo Zarius's comments. You know. Don't be afraid to introduce yourself to college coaches. Let them know you're interested. Take that initiative because it looks more impressive to, whether you believe it or not, it looks more impressive on you when you take that step and try to make that connection versus letting it happen other ways.
0: Well, and and just my final thought then is just if you've got that passion to play the game, uh, find a way to keep the ball bouncing on the court competitively. You know, rather than, rather than, you know, turning your nose up at an offer to go play at the next level, uh, just because, you know, you think there's a D1 out there, you know, never turn your nose up at any offer, I, I would say, uh, because you never know what, what that opportunity might provide you. Uh, you know, you might start at D3 and, and get a chance to, you know, make a transfer to a school that's, you know, a D1 school. Or, or start out somewhere and, you know, a coach gets hired somewhere, you know, maybe a, your D2 coach gets hired at the D1 level and wants to take you with them. You just never know. And and if you've truly got that passion to play the game um, and, and you, you've been blessed with the ability to do so, then be thankful for it. Uh, pursue those opportunities to the best of your abilities um, and, and, and go after it.
1: And if I can make one more point on that, uh, ju- if you need a great example of what Seth just described, Duncan Robinson, who is currently in the NBA with the Miami Heat, um, I saw a tweet by Zach Fleer from 270 Hoops about this. Duncan Robinson started at a Division Three school um, after, I think it was a year, went on to the University of Michigan, played at, again, D3 to D1, and then had such a good year at Michigan that he was able to play in the NBA, so literally went from a D three D one NBA route. You know, not the most conventional way, but it's doable. You got to put in the work, though.
0: Yep. So that'll wrap up again our fourth interview as part of the Local Legends series. Um, you know, no drop off in the in the amount of talent uh, and, and the the level of of individual that we just spoke to. Zerius uh, Williams is is among the top um, not only as, as a player, uh, but as a young man. Uh, so again, we want to thank Xerius for his time with us, uh, you know, taking the time to, to share his story, his journey and his advice. Uh, so Xerius, you know, we wish you all the best and, uh, good luck with whatever comes next.
1: Yeah. I think you, you really covered it there, Seth. So that'll wrap up this one. Uh, keep tuned or yeah, keep tuned in. We have, uh, several more episodes coming up here in the coming days. So, uh, We will be back with you guys shortly with uh, another episode.
0: All right, guys, till then, take it easy.